So let's say if you have kids, I think right now is a good time to pass on some of your your um, secret recipes to them, like <laughs> my mom did. Uh, I think that's a it's a good time to teach them how to cook, um, how to be self sufficient, how to do simple tasks like laundry, uh, how to sew on a button, maybe change a tire. Yeah, life skills. Life skills. Things that you probably they don't teach you at school. Hi everyone! Thank you for tuning in to the Magnetic Mismatch. This is Linda. This is Will, and welcome to the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it feels like it, man! With we, the chaos and the self quarantine, we're still talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. It's the biggest thing right now happening, obviously. Yeah. And well, this is our fourteenth day. Um, fourteenth day since you've been on break. Yeah, but we've been doing the responsible thing by staying at home um, to try to flatten out the curve, doing our part. For sure, it hasn't been easy. I tell you. <laughs> Before we we turned on the recorder, uh, you were definitely feeling a little Blue. a little cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> feeling trapped in the house, not being able to go anywhere. It kind of sucks. Yeah, and seeing your face 24 hours a day. That's a blessing. So what's the Four bad side? Times 14 days. <laughs> oh my God. How many hours Brutal, savage. I'm starting to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Did you know that after the quarantine, China had a spike in divorces and... So what are we talking about today? Wow. That's a hell of a statistic. Why why'd you bring that up? <laughs> because because we're trying not to be a statistic. Okay, fair, fair. So today's topic kind of is is obviously in relation to what's happening right now and um being stuck in the house. Mm -hmm. Um we were just talking about it and we thought it'd be interesting to share our thoughts on how to make the most of this time, you know, if you're in a quarantine or even if you're not. Uh, if your city's not on lockdown, just trying to stay indoors as much as you can, at least for, for now until we get a little bit more info. Yeah. I think um, even though it's hard, especially for people like me who are uh, very active, you know, I like going outside, go sitting at coffee shops. Um, I enjoy um, walking around, going to the grocery store, um, going to work. I just really enjoy the, the social aspect of the day-to-day -day life. But, you know, at this moment, it, I have to realize that it's more than just um, myself. It's protecting all the people that are older, um, people who are immunocompromised, and just preventing new cases of coronavirus infections. Just playing my part. Sure, I think we all need to do that, especially the younger people. Yeah. You know, even though like when we look at the statistics and everybody talks about how who's actually which demographics impacted the most, it's typically people that are older mm -hmm. um, who also had pre-existing conditions, 
uh, maybe weaker immune systems, right? But that doesn't mean that just because you're young, nothing like you're invincible. I think there's some people that think that for sure. They're just going about life as if nothing is happening right now. It's normal. Yeah, and we have to be also mindful of all the people that aren't able to work from home, right? Including myself. Um, In the next week, I have to return back to work. Right, because technically, it just so happens that you you're on vacation, on vacation, or you took time off, blocked it off on our on our schedule. Uh, so this technically is your vacation. Yeah, and it just happened <laughs> to fall in a quarantine period. Sure. Um, but we have to think and appreciate all the people that are working the the front line. Um, so they're going to work. So you should do your part by staying at home. Right, if you can. Yeah, if you can. Right. So definitely acknowledging and thanking and appreciating all the people like the in the healthcare professionals, mm-hmm. um, the, the community, you know, doctors, nurses, pharmacists, uh, just everybody that's still out there <laughs> working with patients and, and uh, helping out uh, as yeah. we go through this period of time. Yeah. Yeah. But how are you feeling about all of this? Obviously, um, you know, obviously you said it's not easy. Um, how are you feeling at the moment, you know, having been in the house for so long? Yeah, I think I'm going a little stir crazy. You see that. Um, <laughs> you have, were okay in the beginning. And then yeah, I have <laughs> all these like pent up energy that I want to like release. And then, um, you know, I want to go outside the house. But, you know, I, I stop myself. Um, but I'm just trying to make the the most of it. Right. I'm definitely getting feeling a little bit blues, like the blues. Um, I'm it's def- raining too. So. Yeah, it's raining. I'm definitely definitely not feeling myself right now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Which I totally understand, and I'm sure there's people out there listening right now that um, are probably feeling the same way. You know, for me, it's it's been easier just because um, I normally work from home anyways. But like you said, um, when we were talking about it um, before the podcast was, uh, it is still different though. Because even though I work from home most of the time, um, I still can go out and see clients or uh, just run errands or or do something random in the middle of the day, which I can't do right now or I shouldn't. So yeah, yeah, just being more mindful. Absolutely. Um, But I think it's also how you look at this time too, right? I mean, obviously nobody wants to be in this situation it's uh, definitely not a time that we're we're celebrating uh, for sure because it is a very serious situation. But yeah. I do think it's kind of like in life, stuff always happens. You're always going to come across adversity or situations that aren't ideal. And it's more important about how do you handle that, right? Mm-hmm. How, how do we use this time? Since we're stuck at home anyways, what can we do with it that we can make it into a positive thing. Because I think everybody has that decision. They have the power to make that decision. Are these next two weeks or however long we're going to be on lockdown going to be a miserable time? Or you can choose to use this time and make something productive or positive from it. Yeah. I mean, for us, um, we started working on our passion project. We've been talking about launching a podcast for a while now so many laws yeah so many years now yeah we've never done it because we've always been so busy or you know just something or some excuse so 
at this moment, there really was no more excuse, <laughs> right? We just had to do it. You have all the time in the world. You now. have all the time in the world. I mean, again, some people are still technically working yeah, right, yeah. from home. So maybe yeah. not, but still for us, for in, us in this situation. Because, they ha- because I'm on vacation right now, technically. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we were supposed to be traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we're not, then we have to figure out a way to fill up this time to make the most of it and make it as um, productive and meaningful as possible. Right. Yeah, I mean, we could, and we totally get it too. Where it's not like we're all we're doing is working or no or, or that. I mean, definitely enjoying some Netflix at this time. Yeah, I mean, we up. did that for the first couple of days um, of my vacation. We were binging on Netflix and and Hulu, right? And not watching Outbreak or any of those movies or <laughs> shows about <laughs> pandemics and viruses. <laughs> no, no. Um, and just catching up on shows that I've always wanted to watch or some interesting ones that I've heard about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had a couple of uh, down days. But then, you know, after that, um, we decided, hey, let's make the most of this. You know, let's try to be as productive as we can be and enjoy this quarantine moment as much as we can. For what it is. Absolutely. For what it is, Yeah. Yeah. So what can what are some ideas or what are things that people maybe can do um, during this time if you're an adult, a young uh, a professional, you know, out yeah. there? Yeah, I think um, this is also a good time to maybe uh, map out your goals, your short term goals, um, your next couple years goals and your long term goals, what you want in your life. Um, and kind of maybe use some quiet time and just really evaluate to see if what you're doing now, um, correlates with, you know, what you want in life. And if you're going to meet your, your goals, um, continuing what you're doing, or should you think about any additional skills that you can acquire during this time period or in the future? to get to where you want to get to. Damn, that's a good point. I think, um, I mean, we usually do that sort of mapping out and planning our year uh, towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people probably, that's when you're most motivated, right? Because New Year's resolutions or it's a new year, new decade, and you're excited. Um, You want to make some changes, but then, you know, what typically happens like one, one month into it, you forget. You stop doing it. Yeah, or people start, you know, getting back to old habits and, mm-hmm. and they lose focus. So, yeah, perfect time to reassess. Or if you haven't done that, um, you haven't mapped out your year, or you don't know what you're aiming for this year, it's a perfect opportunity to use this downtime and and go ahead and do that. Um, maybe with your spouse, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and check in. Check in with your New Year's resolution if you if you made one to see if you checked any of those goals off or if you're far behind, that's okay because you're still early on in the year. Yeah. You can always um, get back on it. For sure. Or if you haven't done your taxes yet or, um, (laughs) you know, you have some things on the plate that uh, you just haven't had time to do, this is a perfect time to catch up. Yeah. And then, yeah, actually talking about taxes – I need to get on that. 
Yeah, we've been procrastinating a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we have that on our list uh, yeah. this weekend. Definitely. To finish up things. Um, and then, you know, having an opportunity to spend more time with your your spouse, mm-hmm. um, having dinner with each other. Sometimes that's a, 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 I mean, it's important. I think everybody realizes that, but not everybody has the opportunity usually to do, to make that happen. Yeah. You know, people get busy. And I feel like I've been cooking a lot more often. Mm-hmm. I've been very well fed. It's, uh, <laughs> well, it's not. It's weird. I don't think it's um. Actually, yeah. But you've always done that, though. Yeah, I've always cooked um dinners for us, and then you would eat the the leftovers for lunch. Yeah, we make extra but, meal uh, portions. Yeah, but since with the quarantine, I feel like I've been making a different meal for every, a different like entree for every um, meal of the day. I think also you're making portions that are smaller. Yeah. And we're not overcooking, so we don't want to waste anything. And since you have the time, it's yeah. been kind of fun too. Yeah. And I've been try- I've been getting very creative with my meals because I don't want to waste anything right now. Um, just because we're trying to minimize the the amount of times we have to go to the, the market. Sure. Um, we're trying to make it where you know the max number of times we go is once a week or less we're right. trying to stretch that out um, most of our uh, frozen meats and and veggies are frozen yeah so we've been eating healthy but uh, we're trying to just minimize trying to ration a little bit yeah not to that point yeah, not to but... that point but um, I just I just don't want to go outside if I don't have to yeah. And what's nice is, you know, uh, you, you've also been using it as an opportunity to shoot some content, some video, um, to have some, to share, you know, recipes. Because I think there's people out there that have never cooked before. They don't know how and they think it's so freaking hard to cook. Um, they don't know where to start. So it's nice to give some of that, you know, uh, information out. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying the one minute video contents I've been creating. So check out our Instagram page, uh, Magnetic Mismatch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I post um, one-minute videos on basically it summarizes exactly what to do to cook the meal. Like a quick recipe. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it doesn't take one minute to cook everything. Of course not. <laughs> it usually takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Sure. But the fact that I can summarize it in one minute, I think it just simplifies the process. Yeah, it shows you how simple it actually it is. Yeah, in overall. And it's not that expensive. No, you know, when you're no. buying food, eating out, I think people don't realize how much money it actually costs mm-hmm. versus when you buy groceries because like you know, it's all at once. It can feel like, "Oh my goodness, like how much did I just spend?" Yeah, I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start breaking down the the cost of each meal. Um you know, and we usually shop at Whole Foods. It's one of the more expensive um, For organic and- yeah, uh, markets. So um, it'll show people that that's basically the max you'll have to spend. So if you shop somewhere else, it'll be a lot less. You don't have to sacrifice quality for, you know, the, the food that you're cooking. It's no. not going to break the bank. Yeah, even if you go if to the smart, most, yeah. even if you go to the most expensive market. It'll still be inexpensive. Cheaper than eating out for sure. Yeah, a lot cheaper. (laughs) We've saved a lot of money from um, eating at home. Right. And it's kind of nice because we 
use the money that we save to go towards other things other things like travel yeah yeah so i think it's it's nice because it's giving you more time um to try different recipes to be Mm -hmm. more creative to shoot some content and then you even had a chance to to learn how to make a cake uh, a family I, secret recipe from your mom. I did. <laughs> I've always wanted to learn how to bake that cake because you love it so much. It's so good. It's, it's a, a um, pineapple raisin sponge cake. Right. With vanilla. Yeah. With vanilla extract uh, that my mom makes herself. It sounds like very simple, but when you eat it, it's like super fluffy, um, not overly sweet. Mm-hmm. Um it's just got a really unique flavor. I don't think I've ever had a cake that tasted like that. Yeah. So that was nice. I came over and she taught me how to bake a cake. And what did your mom say when you asked her huh? to, to about learning how to bake that cake? I don't know. What did she say? You told me that she said she was surprised. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was surprised because, um, you know, I've lived with her for so many years and I've never asked you never had an interest yeah i never had an interest but now i i feel like as i'm getting older and she's getting older um you know i i want to learn some of these recipes from my parents so i could pass on you know when we do have kids to be able to pass on these recipes to them yeah as well because you know Food is so special to me because I feel like everything, it kind of ties um, certain moments or a period of time, um, especially when I eat the the cake or I have certain, you know, dishes that my mom makes for me still. It's just, it, it's like a, f- it takes me back to my, my childhood. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, it always reminds me of the, the cozy dinners we used to have together. I mean, we still do. But it's not the same because I don't live there anymore. You know, it's yeah. a little different. And you don't want that to disappear. No, know, the, no. Those so, recipes and dishes. No. And I think what what's cool is that it was during this process of like craziness that we, that, that sparked that interest. And it's like, hey, you know, now I have all this free time. Why not go learn this recipe? Mm-hmm. Right. And just now you have that uh, opportunity. Yeah. So something positive came out of it for sure. Yeah. And my parents, they've been staying at home as well. Right. Yeah. So all of us has been practicing um, social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt safe to come over there. And this was before they had the lockdown anyways. Yeah. With the city. Yeah. But we we did a, a personal lockdown. We did right? for a while. All of us yeah. did, including Will's parents. Um, my siblings, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So came over she taught me how to bake a cake <laughs> you made a video of it i made a posted video of it. it yeah yeah so that was fun yeah that was cool um yeah and so what about like people that have kids that's kind of a weird situation you know like parents that have kids right now that because schools shut down um you know and if they have young kids what if like the the people that are working you know they're not used to having their kids at home for that many hours (laughs) some parents must be going crazy right now yeah the stress level it's like oh maybe maybe i appreciate the teachers a lot more yeah (laughs) definitely i don't know how the teachers do it to take care of that many kids by yourself it's an it's an unbelievably unbelievably difficult 
uh, profession. So I definitely have a lot of respect for teachers because yeah, they, they put up with a lot. <laughs> they do. Um, you know, they take care of your kids. They um, teach them um, values and educate them. Yeah. It's, it, cannot be, it cannot possibly be easy. Right? No, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but like, um, so let's say if you have kids, I think right now it's a good time to pass on some of your your um, secret recipes to them, like <laughs> my mom did. Uh, I think that's a it's a good time to teach them how to cook, um, how to be self sufficient, how to do simple tasks like laundry, uh, how to sew on a button, maybe change a tire. Yeah, life skills. Life skills. Things that you probably, they don't teach you at school, right? Because I think the problem is, or not the problem, but like, I think people just assume, oh, well, since school is closed, I, you know, as a parent, like, they're going to just have a break, basically, right? It's vacation time. And the kids are probably thinking the same thing, mm -hmm. right? I, if I'm a kid at that point, I'm like, man, I'd be so excited. <laughs> Cartoon all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's... But you instead you could they could still be learning, right? It just maybe not be learning a specific subject like they normally would in a classroom at school, but they could be learning exactly some of those things that you talked about that um, or how to cook a meal, how to um, you know balance a checkbook or whatever, like something that's valuable as an adult um, that you can start teaching them and having um, them maybe find an interest too. You never mm -hmm. know. So yeah. it's a great opportunity. Because you're stuck at home with them anyways at this point. Mm -hmm. And if you're a, a professional, um, maybe kind of teach them a little bit about what you do. What you do. Yeah. Right. Some of the important lessons that you've learned in your profession. Um, I think also, um, I think that right now, um, learning a new skill is so accessible and easy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Maybe you can go on to one of those um, websites and buy them a course in a, a skill that they're interested in or thinking about, right? Because you don't really know if you want to go into a profession until you get to try it or have a taste of it. So if your kids are interested in, I don't know, computers, maybe buy them a course in the, the field that they're interested in, in the com computer world. I'm not really technical, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, what's out there programming or I don't know. AI and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's uh, the resources and um, the way that you can learn is changing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to physically be in a classroom to learn something. And like you said, the 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 world is shifting from just having a... Um, traditional education to now being more skill-based. Yeah. You know, skills are more are going to be more valuable uh, than just having a piece of paper, like a diploma saying, I graduated from this school, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and yeah, like more and more um, learning can take place web-based. Yep. You can buy an online course. You can att uh, attend a webinar. There's so many ways you can learn something and perfect time for them and again let them be kids too i don't think they yeah it shouldn't feel like a punishment either <laughs> they should have fun and or learn a language right that's kind of cool or something yeah there's be resourceful be creative mm -hmm. you know plenty of ways to yeah. use this time wisely right now and i think it's um 
it's a good time to also check in with your kids. Really take this time to talk to them to see, you know, if there's something going on in their life that you should be aware of. Yeah, are they getting bullied? Is everything okay at school? Or how are they feeling about this whole situation? Yeah, because this is a very stressful time, even for myself. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I can't imagine how scary it would be for a kid. You know, a five-year-old, a, a ten-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, and, and asking is fine. And letting them know it's perfectly normal to feel scared or, um, you know, whatever, right? Whatever they're feeling, it's okay. It's normal. Yeah. And I think um, by talking to them, uh, it kind of teaches them how to communicate and voice how they're feeling. I think it's true. Yeah, I think um, even with myself growing up, I, you know, that's why we, we were having some difficulties in the beginning of our relationship was because I didn't communicate how I felt. I bottled everything in until there was like an explosion. <laughs> Right. And I think that's not. Oh, yes. I remember those. <laughs> but now I just say everything, how I feel. Yeah. And there's no filter now. None whatsoever. None. None. But I think by teaching kids or, yeah, how to communicate um, how they feel, it kind of builds confidence too. That's true. That way they're not feeling like their emotions are always being suppressed or their voice is always being suppressed. Mm. Right. It's like an, an outlet. And I think the more they exercise that, the more they practice communicating and expressing what they're thinking and voicing their opinions and thoughts, um, it just naturally leads to being happier too. Mm -hmm. um, or at least feeling, like you said, not all bottled up. And because I think when you feel like you don't have a voice, it's, it's torture. Mm -hmm. You know, you may feel a certain way, but if you can't let that emotion out or in a positive way or productive way, um, it, it, it hurts someone's psyche and all that. You yeah, know? and it teaches them how to use words to express themselves. Right. Because sometimes it's hard to form these words on how you feel. Mm -hmm. To articulate yourself. Yeah, to articulate yourself. Um, and that's going to help them through life. Yeah. Because everything's revolved around communication. Wow, yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Look at you, so wise. I know. She's a wise person. She's a wise person. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think also just looking at this as, again, an opportunity. Again, not saying taking it lightly, not saying that this is a, oh, my God, we're celebrating. We get to be in quarantine. Right? But <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. We're, you know, a lot of us are in quarantine or, or you should self-quarantine at this time. And um, how do you make the best of the situation, right? I think that's a great lesson for all of us uh, because – you know, and, and to our kids or to people that look up to us uh, because, you know, how you react to these situations says a lot about you as a person, but also um, it, it teaches other people how they should behave, you know, yeah. staying calm um, and, and cool headed, right? In situations of stress doesn't mean you don't feel fear. doesn't mean you don't feel the feelings that we all feel right now, but um, how do you get through it, right? Yeah. And, and using it as an opportunity right now to reconnect with yourself, with your family, with, you know, work on those relationships. When's friends. the last time? Yeah. When's the last time you just sat with somebody and had a conversation like this mm -hmm. instead of being glued to your phone or being so busy that, you know, we're not taking the time to, for 
the people that are most important in our lives. You know yeah. what I mean? I think um, right now it's a good, a good reminder of, you know, the things we may be taking for granted, just like the little everyday task or um, your loved ones. Right? Yeah. Um, right now it's a, you know, reminder that. Grateful. Yeah, you have to be grateful for just your daily activities and just waking up and, and seeing your loved ones. Yeah, I mean, people are dying from this, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you have the opportunity to be there with your family at home right now, um, cherish that. You know, you get to spend time with a loved one. Yeah. It's not a punishment. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's also like, being grateful that you can quarantine, that nothing bad has happened to you um, at this time. You yeah. know, some people don't have a chance to quarantine. You know, yeah. they're like, look at China, look at Europe, what's happening in Italy right now. You know, people are in a panic and there's so much craziness happening and um, they wish they could have had the opportunity to quarantine themselves before people yeah. got more sick, right? More people got infected by this. Yeah. I mean, we were lucky because we were one of the last countries that got infected, right? So we learned from example from yeah. what China went through, what Italy went through, right? Um, what you Iran, know, a great yeah. job Taiwan did to um, to prevent the spread. Even though they have they're very close to China, they yeah. you know people thought that the, due to the proximity they were going to get hit hard, but the fact that they took huge you know precautions ahead of time. It prevented their their people from getting sick, but yeah. we kind of learned that, right? So that's sure. why we shut down certain borders to high um, to travel to high risk countries uh, and people coming into our country right now. Yeah, and and within states too. Yeah, state to state. Um, I think as of right now, uh, we can't enter or leave Washington because they're mm-hmm. high risk country. I mean states. I was going to say country, <laughs> my geography. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I hear you. And even if it's an inconvenience for us, right, bars are shut down, gyms are shut down, you know, it's definitely disrupting our normal daily lives, right? That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd rather it be an inconvenience if it mean you know, than chaos, right? And if we're able to take these preventative measures to try to slow this thing down, because the real danger is, if every, a lot of people get sick all at once. Yeah. We just don't if, have the capacity. There's not a, the, the infrastructure is not designed for this to no. deal with tons of people going to the hospital, right? Because there's still other things besides the COVID-19 coronavirus that's yeah. happening where people need the hospital facilities. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. We just don't have the infrastructure and the, the amount resources. of staff and yeah. just, you know, with mass people going in right now. Um, that's why, you know, if you think you're sick, make sure you go onto the the CDC website, um, you know, for tips and information on what to do. And go to the source. Don't, you know, read all these like on crazy. Facebook. What should I do? You know, <laughs> don't. But there's a lot of misinformation, fake news, right? And yeah. so go to whenever you want to get some good information, go to the source, right? Yeah. Who? Who and CDC? World Health Organization and Center for Disease and Control. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to double check. Um, but yeah, so it's it's important to 
uh stay informed but don't drive yourself crazy either um and like i said don't read it every five minutes yeah you know scroll through we one news after the, yeah. the next because it gets very um scary yeah and just coming back to using this time at treating it as quality time mm -hmm. with people that you care about being grateful um for being able to quarantine yeah you know um for having the ability for even people to run to costco to have to buy supplies some places don't even have that right you can't go to a costco they don't have a costco they don't have you know a, a place a market right so be grateful for all of that stuff it's a reminder um also how important our health is mm -hmm. you know and staying active eating right all those things right it's not until your health is in danger that we think about it yeah yeah and i know it's hard to um do the the same activities you're used to but uh, don't make sure you don't neglect your health um you know still work out at home yeah there's no reason why you can't just because your gym is closed yeah there's videos tons of exercise videos online on youtube <laughs> right um and i know like my gym uh, I do bar. Uh, they have live streaming. Yeah. I think a lot of gyms are doing that, which is awesome. My my gym too, which yeah. is cool. Um, so you could do a live stream with them. So you feel like you're in the gym class with, you know, the familiar <laughs> faces. Um, and just eat healthy. Um, just because you're in a quarantine right now doesn't mean that, you know, you get to eat unhealthy foods or just all um, pre-packaged or a couple of noodles. Preserved yeah. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's important that you keep your immune system healthy at I, this moment. I would say it's even more important right now yeah. to focus on your health. I mean, if anything, right, you got to, it, it's a reminder of, of how fragile, you know, life is and all that. But mm -hmm. also, if you want to boost your immune system, this is the time to do it, you know. Yeah. And not even just that from a physiological standpoint, but mentally, you know, being active, like you're stuck in the house moving around get your body going right um, get your mind going so that you don't go crazy because um, i know for me like when you get in a routine and you're used to like working out or being active um, when you don't have that chance to do that and you don't move your body it, it feels weird it feels off you know yeah yeah and uh, your stress gets pent up and built up your emotions you start thinking negatively but when you work out or when you exercise you move your body you don't have to think, right? You can clear your mind and just focus on the workout. <laughs> just follow block the out. video. Yeah, block out all the 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 noise out there and the craziness. And you know, maybe you're gonna, <laughs> you might be in so much pain doing the workout with being sore that uh, you don't have time to think about coronavirus. <laughs> it's like, damn it, get those squats. You know, it's like it's crazy. The jumping jacks. Yeah, the jumping jacks and all that push-ups. Yeah. The booty workouts. Oh my god. <laughs> Almost passed out doing one of those videos the other day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what we're we've been doing. We've been um, and we got to work out after this, uh, yeah. <laughs> a home workout. Um, so me. yeah, it's, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Um, and then you know, so staying healthy, check in with yourself, see how you're feeling. Um, I know that sounds kind of weird. Check in with yourself, talk to yourself. But yeah. I think we all do need to do that sometimes. You know, really being self-aware right not like literally going in front of, i mean i don't know maybe maybe maybe, maybe that works hi friends how hey. are you hi will. will how are you doing how are you doing man like how are you feeling is everything okay are you happy 
is it, are you stressed? Like what's going on? You know, talk it through. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also more than ever, I think right now it's very important to be um, considerate of others. 100%. Right. And be a leader and a role model to the, the people around you. If you see an elderly neighbor or, um, you know, family members that needs help, even with supplies, help them. You know, um, don't just leave them hanging because right now it's it's a very difficult time. Yeah, but what about social distancing? You can just drop it off. Yeah, at their I know. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> don't go in their house and, you know, just drop it off in the front, knock their door and just walk away. Yeah. Um, we're not trying to get them infected. I think it's easy. I think that's a good point um, to think about others, be considerate and, you know, just show your humanity, right, to your fellow human yeah. being. Be kind, as and you should be always like this. But uh, in my opinion, but um, even more so now, because yeah. I think whenever you, there's like situations like this, when you're going, we're all going through something together. It's very easy to just think about me, 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 mm-hmm. um, my survival, my family survival. Um, let's you know, forget everybody else. Like you see it at the at these uh, like Costco, Target, right? People <laughs> rushing mobbing the place for supplies yeah and i think just just get enough hoarding right yeah (laughs) (laughs) just get enough for what you need right for max a month um you don't need a cart full of anything at this moment (laughs) i think it just creates more panic we were talking about this like we're trying to figure out i mean (laughs) i don't know um but we were trying to figure out like why of all things are people hoarding toilet paper, right? <laughs> like, it's a mystery. See, I understand, like, the hand sanitizers, the the wipes, right? But I was just like, toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do you need 10 packs of toilet papers? Yeah, and the Costco packs, too. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think my theory was that probably a couple of people, you know, you, they were at Costco and they were panicking and for some reason they think we're going to be I mean, because it's the end of the world, therefore you're going to need this, you're going to need a lifetime supply of toilet paper because they're <laughs> not going to produce it anymore. Um, and so they they threw, up, threw on a couple of huge packs of Costco-sized toilet paper in their cart. And, you know, if you're shopping and you see someone hoarding up toilet paper, <laughs> even though it doesn't make sense, you're going to feel a little bit of FOMO or like, wait, they're lo- <laughs> do I need them? Yeah, dude, they're hoarding it up. What? Do, do I need that many? Oh, man. Look, it's kind of running out. I got to start. It's like the scarcity thing, right? Yeah. And I get it, too. <laughs> I get it. Because um, last week when I went home to visit my dad, um, my parents, he was like, do you know where I could buy toilet paper? <laughs> even your dad? Yeah, even that. my dad. And I was like, why, dad? Are you out? And he goes, yeah, I'm running low on toilet papers. And I heard that they're out everywhere. So I'm like, hold up, let me do an inventory check, see if they're lying to me. That's you know, right. uh, I went around, um, I started looking at and counting, and I'm like, Dad, you have 20 rolls of toilet papers. Oh my god, 20 to zero. I'm like, on a normal <laughs> like circumstance, how how long would 20 rolls? And that's of- just your mom and dad. Yeah, it's just them two. And I'm like, Dad, that's like half a year worth of toilet paper. You do not need. Toilet paper at this moment, and he, he 
he thought of it he thought about it and he's like yeah you know you're right you don't need toilet we get paper. caught up we yeah. get caught up and and when you think something is scarce mm-hmm. that's when you feel like i gotta start hoarding up yeah right and there's some sad stories right like yeah. of, of like elderly people that i mean they're at the store and they're like what the? they, they don't, don't know even... what's going on because they're not on social media yeah or um yeah and they're just going for their normal like they need these supplies and there there's nothing left mm-hmm. um and the thing the crazy thing is it's not even that there's nothing left it's just that people are pulling it from the shelves faster than the market or, or place has uh the ability to restock it um at that moment you yeah. know it's not like we just the world ran out of toilet paper you know yeah. it's just <laughs> or food or food you know yeah um you know, the the food chain infrastructure is still intact. Just cause, because of the coronavirus doesn't mean that our supplies has been cut off. Sure. Right? Might have slowed down though, yeah, the transportation, the maybe. trucks and things like that. Yeah, but we don't need to be hoarding at this this moment. Um, leave supplies for other people. Take what you need. I think that's Just the message. Just take exactly what you need and that is it. I mean, have a little bit of extra in your home. Just a little bit. Um, but you know, be mindful of other people at this moment. And, you know, if you have, let's say if you picked up two plates, two plates of meat and, you know, you see an elderly person coming to look offer with none, them, with none offer them one. Sure. Right. It's just, um, being considerate of others, be mindful. Cause that's how we're going to get through this together, right? Yeah. As a, as a humans, like as a world, as as economies, as people, you know, we need to get to come together, not like just everybody's out for themselves. It's mm-hmm. like total chaos, right? That's the problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sad to see, you know? Yeah. And, you know, more so now than ever, um, you know, we need to get through this tough times, especially with the small businesses, right? Yeah, supporting um, your local support business. Support your local businesses, especially when things are up and running again because, you know, they're taking a huge hit. Some some businesses might not survive yeah. through this. I know your business has been affected as well. Sure, yeah. For right, everybody. Yeah. Because you have to cancel meetings. You have to cancel mm-hmm. appointments. For safety. Uh, and, for safety, yeah. you know. Maybe reach out to your favorite, I don't know, hairstylist and ask them, what can I do to help you at this moment, right? right? Um, you know, maybe buying a bottle of shampoo from them. It yeah. might not seem, of course, practice social distancing. There's going to be ways for them to, you know, leave it in the front for you or whatnot. Well, they, a lot of small businesses are doing like certificates or things certificates. like that that you can purchase to help them out. Or they're, um, They rest- can probably redeem later, right, for an actual product or whatever. Yeah. Or I know some restaurants are um, opening up their their um, their foods and making it into little bundles as um, pantry mm-hmm. supplies. Yeah, um, like a care package kind of thing. Yeah, you know, help them out um, so that way they can stay in business. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. if those small business owners get impacted too, it does impact you as a consumer because that means the economy would would start falling into a recession Mm -hmm. you know it's it's all connected yeah and it's just the right thing to do um in terms of like supporting each other helping each other out i mean that's how humans have gotten been able to survive for for as long as we have you know definitely we work together that's our biggest strength and difference between us and you know just 
regular animals. <laughs> yeah. Even though we are animals too, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So just being being mindful, being a, like you said, I think earlier, I think that was really good is uh, being a role model, being a leader in the community, um, lead by example, especially um, you know when you think about it, how you react, what you say, right? Whether are you help adding, are you adding to the problem or are you helping? solve the problem mm -hmm. you know because people are watching whether you you think or not whether it's your kids your coworkers, your friends or your family what you say and do people are looking at that and yeah if somebody is already panicking and then you're panicking too like that's only going to be a mess right it's not going to be a good thing yeah yeah and just be careful with um what you share right the stories you tell true um, you know, because words has a lot of energy, power. Associated, power associated with it. If you're constantly just whining, um, complaining, or just fearful, fear, yeah. you know, it affects the people around you as well. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's a scary time, Absolutely. but just be a little bit more self-aware, right? Of you know what's coming out from your mouth. Imagine like you're somebody that has kids and you're the parents and they're seeing you, you know, panicking, going to the, the uh, Costco in line for three hours, trying to get toilet paper, loading up. Um, and and what do what are they thinking? Like, oh, so anytime we run into cross and they're, they might not consciously, um, you know, be aware that mm -hmm. that's what they're thinking. Yeah, it could be ingrained into their subconscious, subconscious mind. Right. They're going to start associating anytime I run across a, a problem in life, I should react this way. Because that's panic. how my pan yeah, yeah, that's how my parents react. You know, it's crazy how the brain works. And um, we we mimic behavior, you know, mm -hmm. even as a kid. Yeah. Right. And if you react to this moment, this moment of um, fear by being resourceful, um, Calm. by calmness. By showing empathy to others, mm -hmm. uh, by being resourceful, you know, it, sh it people see that. And people see that, and they start emulating that, yeah. or they start being calm. They start um, having someone to turn to and feel better too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, like for both of us, you work with patients. Um, I'm sure it's a scary time for them, and having you as Imagine you're the person taking care of them. And, and you're I'm panicking, panicking, right? That's going to spill over to them. Exactly. So right now, what they need is you to be a leader and to show confidence, yeah. even though you're scared, you're a human too. But in the face of this, it's how do you remain calm? How can you guide them too? It's not about just you, right? When you don't make it just about you and you make it about other people, that's where I think you draw that power. I know for me, same thing right now because I work with clients. People are turning to me for leadership, for guidance, for mm -hmm. clarity. And I don't have the answers, all the answers. You don't have the all the answers. Nobody does. But it's how we react, mm -hmm. you know, that matters and that gives people that comfort. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. <laughs> so you can use this time as uh, an opportunity to grow as a person, um, to learn you know, from from other people, but also from uh, books and other things that you can be doing right now, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of reading. We've been doing that. We've been doing a lot of reading. <laughs> um, 
and it's working on my mindset right now. Yeah, and and meditation, yeah. yoga, right? A lot of these things will help uh, strengthen your mindset so that when you're dealing with stress, when you're dealing with hard times or unknowns or an uncertainty, that you're able to overcome it. You know mm -hmm. that you have some endurance when it comes to that. Yeah, and I think. As well, I know it's not a fun time, but try to have fun. Try to have a little bit of fun, right? Um, just to block out the world a little bit. Um, it's okay to Netflix or Hulu or even play games with, like you know, board games. Family, family night. Yeah, game night. family night, game nights. Um, talk to each other. Yeah, it's important to still stay connected. I think just because you can't physically be there. Yeah, or. Um, find a recipe, make make it together, right? Yeah, there could be a lot of joint projects or mm -hmm. things that you can do. Be creative with, yeah, or um, arts and crafts, right? I mean, um, I know one of the things we're planning on doing is uh, with my siblings and I, like we do our monthly um, phone conference, or like we use Skype, so mm -hmm. we get to chit chat and connect. We're going to do that with our parents too since we might not be able to visit them in person uh, but why not use technology you know yeah. that we have now leverage that yeah because i think after next week when i go back to work um you know i do have some exposure um to people so will and i were making the conscious decision of not seeing our parents for in a person, couple yeah. in person um, maybe for a couple weeks or until, you know, the situation gets better just yeah. because I don't want to be, um, a carrier and, you know, accidentally giving, oops, <laughs> Ooh, forgot to turn my phone off. Booty call. <laughs> just kidding. I wish I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we, so we made the conscious de decision of not seeing, um, our parents for the next couple of weeks or until this situation gets better because, um, you know, I don't want to accidentally be a, a carrier um, and passing it on to our parents who are, you know, older and their immune system is not a, as good. Um, sure. I mean, it's hard because, you know, I, I see my, I'm so used to seeing my parents um, every single week. And now that, I can't see them as often um, or, you know, a block of time. It's different. It's different. So we're going to try to make the most of it. They, they use FaceTime. Yeah. So, you know, I think we're going to have to start FaceTiming um, dinners or lunches together. <laughs> and, you know, Will and I will continue to drop off food for them. For both of our parents in packages. So that they don't have to go out. Yeah. yeah so we're just going to leave packages in like on their, their front porch. Um, and then that's it. It's kind of sad. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, it's just about adjusting, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like those things that you're normally doing, uh, whether it's working out or hanging out with friends and family. Yeah. Because uh, we're, you know, same thing with our friends. We had a planned event at our place mm -hmm. we're hosting um, and we had to adjust that. So it's, I think, learning to be creative how can you still do those things, but just in a different way? In a different way. And, you know, we have to, you know, even though it was a hard decision for me, I have to realize that this will pass, right? And the faster we... It's not the end of the world. No. And the faster I, or you know, I'm 
you know, I can only control myself, right? Yeah. And set examples for other for others. So um you know, the more I follow directions by staying home as recommended by the the city, the state, the country right now, um, you know, the faster all of this will pass and all of us will get to go back to our normal lives. Right. Yeah. That's true. But we all have to pitch in, you know, because what's crazy is that there's still people out there that are being, in my opinion, a little selfish and irresponsible because they're still just going about life as like, I mean, I get it. There's some things, situations, right. But like, for example, I'm thinking of the people that are doing like the spring break right now. Like they're going to the beaches, they're partying. And it's not even that they're just doing that. They're also rubbing it in people's faces saying like, you know, take this coronavirus, like what coronavirus, who cares kind of thing that they're coming from a place of just thinking about having fun and themselves. And they're not thinking about, how they can be a carrier for uh, an impacting other people, you yeah. know? But it's not even that. Yeah, a carrier affecting other people, but let's say if they do get sick, right? Or, you know, it, it's very contagious. So let's say a bunch of them get sick. It puts a, such a burden on the healthcare system right now. And that those spaces could have gone to an elderly person. Sure. You know, someone else with um, heart failure, Right. Or or some someone else. Yeah. You know, it could have been prevented. Right. But they purposely chose to ignore all the dangers and just put themselves in that situation. Yeah. That's true. You're taking resources away from someone that might really need it. Mm -hmm. And I think with all this happening, like I was saying earlier, people are forgetting that a hospital still has other things going on. Right. It's not just coronavirus that they're dealing with. There's People in car accidents, people with chronic illness or people other... People had a heart attack. People something. with heart failure exas- exacerbation. Right. You know, people with um, breathing problems. Yeah. Like, there's so many other people there. And, you know, and like you said, when you're pulling those resources or, or the hospitals at capacity, then they're in a situation where now they have to triage and they have to choose where do these services and resources go, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I was hearing about. Yeah, um, and it's true. So, like, certain um, sur- surgeries are getting postponed, right? And you have to understand, some of the times, you know, postponing, a, like, let's say, a tumor removal oh, I think from I this week to next that. week, it could make all the differences in the world for that Life person. Life or death. Yeah, so ju- let's just be mindful and not selfish and think about all the other people, especially the, you know, the sick ones, the really sick populations. Yeah. Yeah. So just being aware of that, I mean, you can't control what other people do, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like you said, um, we're hoping people can be a little bit responsible, think of others, you yeah. know, but. <laughs> wash your hands. Of course. Don't touch your face <laughs> and wash your hands for 30 seconds at least. Sing yeah. the happy birthday song twice. <laughs> <laughs> and just be be aware, right? Be informed, stay informed, but don't let this be something you're obsessing over either. Yeah. No. Um, en- enjoy the moment as much as you can. Learn new for skill. For what it is, yeah. Yeah, for what it is. Like, I learned how to edit videos for the <laughs> very first time. And you were very scared of doing that before. Yeah. Not something you probably never would have put time into. I probably would have never done it. But now... But now I'm excited with all my one-minute recipes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
So anyways, um, I think that's kind of the, the gist of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to kind of summarize uh, the last couple of things or for people to remember? Or is that good? No, I think it's good. Just be Pretty mindful clear. of others. Yeah. Make the most of this time. Have some fun. Learn if a you new can. skill. <laughs> Have some fun if you can. Right. Or you should. You we should. Try to quiet the mind. Yeah. Um, it's a reminder that, you know, once this is all over, how lucky we are right. to be able to um, live our day to day lives, right? And not be in quarantine. That's so true. I think that's a great yeah. message. Is you a lot of us we don't we take things for granted we don't appreciate what we have until it's gone mm-hmm. and here we are we're in danger of our normal lifestyle right yeah. at least temporarily and it's a good reminder be appreciative be grateful mm-hmm. all that stuff and share with us how are you guys getting through this situation if you're in a, a or if you're in one of the quarantine countries let us know what are you doing to get um, pass this interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Here's some ideas. What are you learning? What are you growing? What uh, you know? What are you growing? <laughs> Maybe you're gardening. Who knows? <laughs> what are you growing in that well, actually, garden? Actually, my dad is gardening a lot. Yeah. he's like pruning all these leaves. Is that what you call it? Pruning. Pruning. Yes. Pruning. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, share. Crafting. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's keeping busy. He's busy. So we would love to hear that uh, from you guys. Um, but aside from that, you know, make sure to um, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Magnetic Mismatch. Mm-hmm. Ring the bell for the notification. Um, and then, of course, this being a podcast, um, make sure to f- um, give us a five star rating on iTunes. Yeah, and download. The yes, podcast. download the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and subscribe to my Instagram page at Magnetic Mismatch Hour. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's because, you know, I've been so obsessed with this <laughs> newfound Instagram. I know I'm a little behind in time, but hmm. newfound Instagram. Uh, I've been posting almost every day. You've been really good. Yeah. I've been really enjoying making one minute videos. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> But um, I don't know when you're going to watch uh, watch or um, listen to this podcast. But I made a video torturing Will. Oh, hmm. <laughs> maybe the public will see and empathize with me. That's my pa- favorite pastime. Hmm. Team Will, please. I need some more supporters. <laughs> um, anyways, so that's it for us. Uh, stay safe out there. And um, we wish you the best to, you know, get through this time. Yeah. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye.